Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi everybody, I'm Madison. And I'm Priscilla. And welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. So today we are taking the Myers-Briggs personality test. So we had um, a listener ask us to do um, our thoughts on personality tests. Do we think they're um, valid? Like, are they real? Um, (laughs) (laughs) What are they? (laughs) They might might not be. It could be like a Santa thing. Uh, Yeah. But anyway. A heartbreak. um, So... We're going to go ahead and take this. Now, I already know what my Myers-Briggs is, but I'm going to take it again. Um, just see where we're at. And we're, what we're going to do is we're going to um, let you in on what we're going to answer. Um, one of the things I would say um, is if people want to answer these questions, it should be what you are. Not who you want to be, but what you are. Mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. currently mm-hmm. how do you feel about these things because i feel like people who i know who have been like well my personality doesn't match me usually are answering the question to who they wish they wish they are okay who they are so we're actually going to go through these together at the same time and we'll talk about the question and answer and talk about our answers yeah okay so we are doing the myers-briggs and the first question is Do you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people? So for me, this is 100% agree. I'd say I don't want to go 100%, but I want to click the... If that's your gut, yeah, yeah. then I would go with that. What would I call that? I would say somewhat agree. If you can hear noise, we have some people walking past, even though we have the Somewhat agree. Okay, I like that. Okay. Second, do you often spend time exploring unrealistic yet intriguing ideas? Oh, my God. Heck, yeah. Agree. I would say yes. Um, your tra- Okay, third question. Your travel plans are more likely to look like a rough list of ideas than a detailed itinerary. Um, I'd say, like, when I start planning things, it's definitely a rough list, but then I need an itinerary. Okay, so you would be definitely, like, disagree? Yeah. So for me, I've discovered that I'm, like, I'm going to put myself, like, right here. Like, okay. Kind of, kind of not, but definitely more agree. I'm more rough list. Okay. I'm, because I've done detailed itineraries for my husband, and I just feel like it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot. Okay. Um, next question. Do you often think about what you should have said in a conversation long after it has taken place? Absolutely. That is something I think about all the time. 100%. Next question. If your friend is sad about something, your first instinct is to support them emotionally, not try to solve their problems. Yes, that's definitely me. What about you? Um, I'm going to say I slightly disagree. Okay. Um, next question. People can rarely upset you. I feel like it depends on the day. I feel like... I'm going to go middle for that because I don't know. Okay. I'm going to be disagree. People can upset me totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, next question. You often rely on other people to be the ones to start a conversation and keep it going. Um, I feel like it depends for me, like, what mood I'm in. Because there's certain people where I'll definitely start the conversation. And then there's certain people where, like, I literally cannot speak at all. Like, I'm so scared to speak. So, middle? Yeah, I feel like you could just go to middle. Okay. Um... I think for me, I would say slightly disagree. Like, I will initiate, and I have no problem usually keeping a conversation going as long as I'm not, like, intimidated. Okay, yeah. Next question is, if you have to temporarily put your plans on hold, you make sure it is your top priority to get back on track as soon as possible. Hmm. I'd say somewhat agree. I would say slightly disagree. Okay, next one. You rarely worry if you made a good impression on someone you met. <laughs> disagree. Hard I worry disagree. about that all the time. Um, next question. It would be a challenge for you to spend the whole weekend all by yourself without feeling bored. I'd say, like, agree. I'm going to say disagree. You are more of a detail-oriented... Did I read that right? You are more of a detailed-oriented than a big-picture person. I feel like I'm both of those. I feel like I am, too, but for me, I get stuck on details. Okay, me, too. So then, agree. I feel like I'm going to do, like, somewhat... Okay. Agree. Yeah. You are very affectionate with people you care about. Absolutely. That's one thing about me. Let me say so much. Next question. You have a careful and methodical approach to life. Um, hell no. <laughs> disagree. Wait. You're doing like slightly disagree. Yeah, I'm not full disagree. Um, you are still bothered by the mistakes you made a long time ago. Um, I'd say slightly disagree for me. I think I would slightly agree. (laughs) At parties and similar events, you can mostly be found farther away from the action. Oh my God, disagree. Usually, like, I'm right in there. Um, you often find it difficult to relate to people who let their emotions guide them. Disagree because, girl. Yeah. That's me. When looking for a movie to watch, you can spend ages browsing the catalog. Agree. Jordan can testify to this. I'm going to say slightly disagree. You can stay calm under a lot of pressure. Disagree. I 100% agree. When I'm like pressure, when there's pressure, I feel extremely stressed. Like I have like high amounts of, I think maybe it's because of like the trauma I've been through. Like I can can handle Handle. pressure really well. Yeah. Um, But after that... (laughs) When you were, yeah. Okay, next question. When you are in a group of people you do not know, you have no problem jumping right into the conversation. Uh, Disagree. I'm going to say pretty much disagree. When you sleep, your dreams tend to be bizarre and fantastical. Absolutely. 100%. In your opinion, it is sometimes okay to step on others to get ahead in life. Ooh. I feel like I couldn't do that. I don't think I could do that. No, I don't think so. So disagree. 
You're dedicated and focused on your goals, only rarely getting sidetracked. Well, I think I have ADHD, um, so disagree because I'm getting sidetracked all the time. Yeah. If you make a mistake, you tend to start doubting yourself, your abilities, or your knowledge. I'd say somewhat agree. I would say I agree. <laughs> when at a social event, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. I, I feel like it depends on where I'm at. Yeah, it does depend on, like, the mood. But I feel like... I'd say somewhat agree for I feel me. like for me, too. Like, sometimes I can, it can become... I won't push myself out of my comfort zone. Me, too. Next question. You usually lose interest in a discussion when it gets philosophical. Oh, no. I love philosophical questions. I love philosophical. Love those. Wait. Hold on. Disagree. You would never let yourself cry in front of others. (laughs) Um, I wish I could. I say. But I'm a big crier, so you would never let yourself cry in front of others is a disagree. Yeah. I'm going to do somewhat disagree because, like, I am... I don't know, but, like, I hate doing it. I hate doing it, but I do it. (laughs) Okay, next question. You find or you feel more drawn to places with a bustling and busy atmosphere than to to more quiet and intimate ones. Uh, I'm, like, torn down the middle with this. Yeah, totally. Because I love both. Yes. Next, you like discussing different views and theories on what the world could look like in the future. I'd say some would agree. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to making life-changing choices, you mostly listen to your heart rather than your head. Absolutely. Yep. You cannot imagine yourself dedicating your life to the study of something that you cannot see, touch, or experience. I'd say, yeah. I feel like I disagree with that one. What does this mean? So, like, for me, um, for example, imagine, like, say, philosophy, I feel like it's not something that you can see, touch, or maybe oh, so faith experience or faith. Okay, so like you cannot you, imagine you can't imagine so disagree. Your life is like a pastor. Okay, or... okay, disagreed for me. <laughs> you usually prefer to get your revenge rather than forgive. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say I slightly agree. I yeah, do for, I do forgive. I do but... forgive, but I also kind of want to be like, boom. Okay. You often make decisions on a whim. Yes. Yep. It's one of my flaws. The time you spend by yourself often ends up being more interesting and satisfying than the time you spend with other people. Oh. I'd say slightly disagree. Same. You often put social effort into interpreting the real... Oh, sorry. Special effort into interpreting the real meaning or message of a song or movie. Absolutely. 100 and... Yeah. What? 100 and... I don't even know. What's the point of art if you don't try to? Exactly. You always know exactly what you want. Agree. Somewhat agree. Actually, yeah. Somewhat agree. You rarely think back on the choices you've made and wonder what you could have done differently. I'd say disagree because I do think on some things quite a bit. Yeah. Like somewhat disagree. When in a public place, you usually stick to quieter and less crowded areas. Um, I'd say disagree. Mm-hmm. Like somewhat disagree. disagree yeah. You tend to focus on present realities rather than future possibilities. No. 
disagree. I'm always thinking about the future girl. Yeah, that's, yeah. You often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. Disagree. I feel like that's one of my strong suits. Yeah, same. When starting to work on a project, do you prefer to make as many decisions up front as possible? I'd say disagree. Usually I'm kind of like go with the flow. Let me say I agree. When you know someone thinks highly of you, you also wonder how long it will be until they become disappointed in you. Yes, yes, yes. Agree. I say disagree. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. I wish I could, but like I get social anxiety in these moments. Yeah, what are you going to do? I would say like... Yeah, slightly disagree for me too. Next. You often drift away into daydreaming about various ideas or scenarios, 100%. Someone agree. You look after yourself first and others come in second. I wish. Um, Yeah, disagree. (laughs) I'm always thinking about somebody else. Even when you have a planned particular daily routine, you usually just end up doing what you feel like at any given moment. I'm Um, so guilty of this. Yeah. Your mood can change very quickly. I'd say yes. Like some would disagree or some would agree. You often contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. On a faith-based level, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to go middle for that. For me, that's like I do that a lot. You often talk about your own feelings and emotions. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> How we're keeping this podcast going. <laughs> right. You have got detailed education or career development plans stretching several years into the future. Mm-hmm. I have ideas, but I don't have like a, I would say a detail. <clears throat> you rarely dwell on your regrets. I'd say disagree, like slightly slightly disagree. disagree. Spending time in a dynamic atmosphere with lots of people around quickly makes you feel drained and in need of getaway. (laughs) Slightly agree. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things. I already think I know what my personality type is, so, like, I'm not surprised that I would lean towards that. You see yourself as more of a realist than a visionary. No. Slightly disagree. Actually, disagree. disagree. You find it easy to empathize empathize (laughs) with a person who has gone through something you never have. You find it easy to empathize with a person who has gone through something you never have. I'd say, like, slightly agree. I'm going to say I kind of disagree. Your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than to organize and consistent efforts. Agree. <laughs> for me, that's a hard agree. Your emotions control you more than you control them. 100%. Yeah. After a long and exhausting week, a fun party is just what you need. Well, yes, ma'am. But sometimes I also need, like, to sleep on the couch and watch a movie. Yeah, I'm going to slightly disagree for that for me. You, frequent, you frequently find yourself wondering how techno, 
technological advancement could change every day. I say ag- agree. I, def- I definitely don't think about technological advancement. I do, actually. You do? They that's, do. That's fascinating. I feel like Raymond does, but I don't. You also consider how your actions might affect other people before doing something 110%. Mm, I would have to slightly Which is disagree. why I, like, never do certain things sometimes because I'm worried about how it will affect somebody else. Um, I care sometimes what they think, but I don't care if it affects, affects them. them. That sounds really bad, but that's like if I think about like why I spend <laughs> in my marriage, and if I'm being honest, it's because I don't care. You still honor the commitments you have made, even if you have a change of heart. Yeah, I wish I didn't. I wish I just was like. You rarely feel insecure. <laughs> Disagree, girl. Okay. I am a female. Let's see what my results are. And the what does this mean? I'm like, oh my gosh. Pretty much split oh, down the. Oh, age. I changed. I can see you being. Wait, right. what? That's what I was. That's what I am. What does this mean? So. Okay, so I got an INFP. Although this. And I'm normally an ENFP. And, like, I 100% identify with an ENFP. This definitely makes sense to me. The 50% extroverted and the 46% introverted. I love how that's pretty yeah, much so split down I, the middle for me. So, so this really doesn't mean much to me because as a ENFP, you're one of the most introverted extrovert type. Intuitive. Also. Feeling. <clears throat> I've known men and f- female friends who are INFPs, and I feel very understood by them. What does so. turbulent mean? Let me look through this. So it, so let's I'll read this to the audience. It says mind. This trait determines how we interact with our environment. So it's saying I'm introverted by 53%. And you are extroverted by... I was extroverted by 54% and introverted by 46%. Yeah. So... <clears throat> just like I say that. that's pretty accurate. Um, energy, this trait shows where we direct our mental energy. So mine intuitive was 76%. And I was 74%. And then um, I feel like they've changed. Well, I didn't intuitive or observant. I feel like that's different. And the language must have changed because I don't feel like it was observant, but maybe I'm wrong. Um and then nature. This trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. I got 89% feeling, which, um, yeah. And 74% That's accurate. feeling. Tactics. This trait reflects on a, our approach to work, planning, and decision making. So I got 76% prospecting, over 33% judging. Yeah, I'm 57% prospecting. Identity. This trait underpins all others showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. I get 78% turbulent. What does turbulent mean? I'm 74% turbulent. Um, we're, we're a little storm. It says start reading. Um, would I like a copy of my results emailed to me? Yes, please. So, yeah, I think mine's accurate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't really know that I agree with having tested as an INFP because I'm very tied to my ENFP, by the way. Um, 
because I have highlighted at home. Like, I, it's in my, like, career folders. But, like, I have highlighted specific things about the ENFP. There is so much about the ENFP that I'm just, like, Correlates yes, with you. Yes, 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 yes. This is all me. So, um, I really like INFPs, but, um, okay, so did you move on? Okay, so we're both I'm on the introduction. Reading. Yeah, I'm just saying. Why is it? Yeah. Probably because oh. I didn't click this. Okay. <clears throat> So let's go ahead and read the ENFP. Okay. The campaigner personality, which is what I was or is, is a true free spirit. They are often the life of the party, but unlike types in the explorer role group, campaigners are less interested in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment than they are in enjoying the social and emotional connections they make with others. Charming, independent, energetic, and compassionate, the 7% of the population that they com comprise can certainly be felt in any crowd. More than just sociable people pleasers, though, <laughs> yes, campaigners, like all their diplomat cousins, are shaped by their intuitive quality, allowing them to read between the lines with curiosity and energy. They tend to see life as a big, complex puzzle where everything is connected, but unlike analyst personality types, who tend to see that puzzle as a series of systemic machinations, mechanish, <laughs> uh, machinations? I don't know. Move on. <laughs> Campaigners see it through a prism of emotion, compassion, and mysticism, and mysticism, and are always looking for a deeper meaning. Campaigners are fierce. Did I say this part? No. Campaigners are fiercely independent and much more than st stability and security. They crave creativity and freedom. Many other types are likely to find these qualities irresistible, and if they found a cause that sparks their imagination, campaigners will bring an energy that oftentimes thrusts them into the spotlight, held up by their peers as a leader and guru, but this isn't always where independence loving campaigners want to be. Worse still, if they find themselves beset by the administrative tasks and routine maintenance that can accompany a leadership position. Campaigners' self-esteem is dependent on their ability to come up with original solutions, and they need to know that they have the freedom to be innovative. They can quickly lose patience or become dejected if they get trapped in a boring role. Luckily, campaigners know how to relax, and they are perfectly capable of switching from a passionate, driven idealist in the workplace to that imaginative and enthusiastic free spirit on the dance floor, often with a suddenness that can surprise even their closest friends. Being in the mix also gives them a chance to connect emotionally with others, giving them cherished insight into what motivates their friends and colleagues. They believe that everyone should take the time to recognize and express their feelings and their empathy and sociability, make that a natural conversation topic. The campaigner person personality type needs to be careful, however, if they rely too much on their intuition, assume or anticipate too much about a friend's motivations. They can misread signals and frustrate plans that a more straightforward approach would have made simple. That's definitely me. This kind of social stress is the bugbear that keeps har harmony-focused diplomats awake at night. Campaigners are very emotional and sensitive, and when they step on someone's toes, they both feel it. Mm-hmm. 
Campaigners will spend a lot of time exploring social relationships, feelings, and ideas before they find something that really rings true. But when they finally do, their place in the world, their imagination, empathy, and courage are likely to produce incredible, re incredible results. Cool. Yeah, I'd say that about sums me up. So, and then there's the strengths and weak. Are we at the bottom? Yeah, then there's the strengths and weaknesses. Oh, okay. All right, strengths. Curious, observant, energetic and enthusiastic, excellent communicators, know how to relax, very popular and friendly, and then the weaknesses are poor practice, practical skills, find it difficult to focus, yes, overthinking things, um, hello, get stressed easily, oh my god, this is not me, Priscilla, highly emotional, oh my god, independent to a fault, and then romantic relationships, let's see here, this is super interesting, oh wait, okay, it, when it comes to relationships, there's hardly anyone around who is more excited than campaigners to share with their partners the bounty of ideas and eye-opening experiences that life has to offer. For people with the campaigner personality type, relationships are a joyous process of mutual exploration and imagination, a chance to connect with another soul. Campaigners take their relationships seriously and are known for their uninhibited and unshakable devotion to the people to whom they've com committed their hearts. Campaigners have the advantage of irresistible charm when it comes to attracting a partner. Campaigners' war warmth, excitement, and passion are simpler, simply alluring. In the dating phase, if campaigners can be said to tolerate such a formal process to begin with, they will show these qualities by showering their flames with affection and will do everything they can to build a strong relationship by demonstrating their devotion and reliability by whatever means available. Um, Long-distance relationships are quite common among campaigners as they view physical distance as just another idea, no, mat no match for concepts like love. This gives them the chance to demonstrate their commitment both by staying true despite the physical separation and with overtures of effort to surprise their partners, crossing that distance on a whim. These are the demonstrations of a campaigner's mystery, idealism, and deep emotion, and such efforts often keep the flames of a relationship burning bright. People with the campaigner personality type express these ideas sexually as well. Exploring the physical with imagination and passion, viewing these times together as a chance to let their feelings for each other shine, sharing their love and affection. Campaigners will willingly experiment with their partners even early in a relationship, but they can also be oddly perfectionistic, believing that these physical acts are a representation of their deeper love and as such should not be performed carelessly. I definitely feel that. This perfectionism is also a reflection of their sensitivity, their desire to not disappoint, and the campaigners appreciate the campaign and the campaigners appreciate a well-placed compliment. Not everyone can handle the excitement, occasional neediness, and up emotional ups and downs that this philosophy entails, whether long distance or long-term, mystical or physical. Campaigners often or campaigners constantly explore new ideas and improvements, fantasize about the future possibilities in dating. Oh, I'm reading this so wrong. Are you? I think so. In dating, this tendency to look at potential rather than the present can be self-defeating, and their spontane spontaneity, sp spontaneity, spontaneity, spontaneity. <laughs> 
makes it harder to stay focused on their end goal of a long-term relationship. If their partners aren't able to re reciprocate these acts of excitement and devotion, campaigners will likely end up feeling unhappy and misunderstood. I need to like sip here, my mouth's getting dry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's so much we could go into detail about yeah. this. Do you feel like this is who you are? Yes. Um, so I think just, I have taken the test multiple times and I've always come up as an ENFP. I don't know if okay. as I've gotten older. So the ENFP is actually described as the most extroverted or introverted of the extrovert types. Oh, okay. They're borderline an introvert. That's definitely me. So um, when someone's like, I'm an ambivert, they might actually be like an ENFP um, or something like that. You know, they think mm -hmm. they're. But anyway, um, like I said, I've known a lot of people who are INFPs really get along with these people. Um, so I'll just like take a little peek into this. Yeah. Um, it would be very hard for me to let go of the ENFP. Are we still recording? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, though. It would be very hard for me to let go of the ENFP label. Like, it firmly, for me, fits. And I think, since Madison's also tested as an ENFP, um, it's going to be very hard for us to give the listeners, um, I feel, a like a yes or no mm -hmm. on the personality, but mm -hmm. particularly the Myers-Briggs. Mm -hmm. You can YouTube it and there'll be all kinds of people saying mm -hmm. the Myers-Briggs personality doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't make sense. Um, and I think that in some ways that might be true, but these are just different ways we label each other and different ways we like look at relationships right. and how we interact with the world. And as an ENFP, I feel like we'll happily embrace the label because sure. it feels like for me, finding out I was an ENFP felt like I was understood and that there were other people out there in the world mm -hmm. like me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and I definitely don't think you and me would take tests the same on the Enneagram. Right. I could be wrong. I don't think we, because we talked about Enneagrams. Yeah, and we think that you might be My first a time seven I tested, a a, yeah, the first time I was a seven, the second time I was a two. Mm -hmm. So, and both I feel like fit me. So, yeah. I don't know. So you could be like a two with a one wing or a two with a three wing. Right. Or you could be a... The seven's hard. I don't think you would be a seven eight because I don't feel that you're motivated by anchor. No. Um, but you might be a seven six. That I think... Because Yes. I feel like you might be a seven with That a sounds six. right to me. Like I've, that sounds familiar to me. Yeah. So the six is like the loyalist. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you like ex seem extremely loyal oh, with your family. Oh, that is one thing I am for so sure. So that's why I feel like you might be like a seven six. Yeah, and that like, that sounds like I've seen that. In theory. Yes. Um, okay, on the outside, mediators, so this is the INFP, may seem quiet or even shy, but they often have vibrant, passionate inner lives because they make up such a small portion of the population. People with this personality type may sometimes feel misunderstood or out of step with the world. Fortunately, their caring nature can help them create and sustain deep relationships with their loved ones. Value, authenticity, empathy, and harmony. Um, it says these personalities tend to act with the best intentions and they are rightly proud of this trait. That said, they may feel isolated or discouraged when other people don't share their idealism. Do you feel like this is, like, resonating with you at all? It does, but that's, I feel like, because really the only thing that's switching here 
is the extroversion. The N, the F, and the P are mm -hmm. the same. Mm -hmm. That's why these are people that I love to go to. And, like, if you look into, like, say, relationships, like, ideally a relationship with your same... Right. ...would be the same. And I feel like, say, when I've known, like, men who are INFPs, like, they would be really easy to be in a relationship with. Raymond and me are literally complete opposites except for we are both feeling so our relationship is highly focused on feelings yes um so someone who like thought just like me would be really easy to be in a relationship with mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't end up being like the most strengthening relationship mm -hmm. but it would just feel like very understood mm -hmm. i feel like mm -hmm. um many mediators are curious about the depths of human nature and they often make an effort to understand other people's true feelings this can make them capable of great empathy. It can also enable them to communicate in ways that are sensitive, original, and quite moving. Mediators tend to crave opportunities for creative self-expression. I can't deny that. It comes as no surprise that many famous mediators are poets, writers, and actors. People with this personality type often enjoy dreaming up all sorts of stories and possibilities. Um, <clears throat> explore their inner world, place in the world said they can have a tendency to daydream and fantasize rather than take action so guilty if they don't act mediators are likely to end up feeling frustrated or unfulfilled in search of a calling um yeah so like let's look at some strengths and weaknesses yeah i'm curious like how they'll be similar if you wanted to pull up the infp i'm curious like where the strengths and weaknesses would be different let's see here Under strengths and weakness. There's parenthood, friendship, and all those things too. Alright, so there's curious and here's thoughtful. Um see, okay, so I just feel like this curious would be more me than the thoughtful. Mm -hmm. I just the generous and rather enjoy and then what was the second one? Observant. Observant. Yeah. I feel like open-minded mediators tend to give other people the benefit of the doubt. And then you have energetic and enthusiastic. And then excellent communicators. Well, I will say excellent communicators is one thing that I don't know if I've ever felt like that was a really strong suit of mine. Um versus a creative, finding unexpected connections, uh, passionate, <clears throat> what was loyal to their values, and what is the, know how to relax, yeah. I will say that I do struggle with the know how to relax. I can definitely switch it into like a creative thing. I enjoy spending time by myself, but um, I wouldn't be <laughs> say that I'm good at relaxing. <clears throat> All right, what are some weaknesses? Okay, overly idealistic for an INFP. Idealism too far. Um, I feel like overly idealistic is definitely me. Um, but I also feel like poor practical skills. You're probably both. Um, well, this is just like this, so like the slight variance. Um, self-critical. Oh, I'm definitely self-critical. Find it difficult to focus also. Overthink things. Impractical. 
Okay, I've definitely been accused of being impractical. <laughs> um, emotionally driven or highly emotional, yes. Um, conflict adverse. See, this I do not agree with. I am... You want to fight me, let's fight. <laughs> let's go, girls. <laughs> um, and then difficult to get to know. Independent to a fault. I feel like I'm both of those. Well, I don't know if I'm difficult to get to know. Am I difficult to get to know? No. Okay. Mm -mm. I just don't think that the INFP fits me. Um, so I think maybe I'm just like feeling a little more reserved. But I do get a lot of life out of people. So, all right, <clears throat> that's that. Um, this was by no means a thorough um, diving into the Myers-Briggs personality, but I also feel as two ENFPs here, yeah, um, we are not qualified <laughs> to tell you if um, this may or may not fit you. I think yes. for us as ENFPs, the ENFP description fits us really well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like mm -hmm. you can take it on and find a sense of understanding of who we are that I feel like maybe, I don't know if it's like more in little, <laughs> more analytical types would yeah. not find that yeah. in it, maybe. Um, but as highly emotion-based people, I feel yeah, like. for sure. Um, it really fits us well. For sure. So, thank you for listening. This is a bit like long and rambly, but we appreciate it. Yep. And we hope whatever your Myers-Briggs is, um, that if it agrees with you, yay. And if it doesn't, well, maybe there's some other personality tests yep. that you can use for growth. I'm sure we'll dive into other ones in the yes, future. Yes, we will. Bye, everyone. Did this resonate with you? Subscribe to our podcast today. Talk, Talk soon. soon. So your host next week? Heck yeah! Can't wait!